Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. It's Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We're back live today. Thank you, thank you, Barry, for covering for me the last three weeks. He had a little time off, and I had a little time off. But let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you praise and the glory for the ability, talent, heart, mind, soul, body, each person. But bless them with wisdom. Bless them with the word. Bless them with the opportunity to serve you, know you, love you. But bless them with the things that come from you every day that we can have wisdom in making right decisions. Bless our country. Turn from sins and turn back to you to quit aborting babies. Put the Ten Commandments and prayers back in schools, the church, the government, TV, and radio, and everywhere. And that's it all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, listeners. I hope you've had an opportunity to go to uh, uh, Please Tell 20 People to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Uh, as soon as I get over this sinus, the moles hit me the Tuesday, and it's gradually beat me up. In fact, I got about two hours sleep last night. But that's all right. I'm rare and ready to go. And we're going to, we got, I think, a, I got a lot of information for the show today. I mean, you know, uh, is it good? Yeah, okay, great. And so uh, I want to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. And I buy and sell the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. But man, we're in a shortage, a bad shortage. And um, if you haven't, if you don't need a vehicle right now, I'd wait till October. I'm telling you the truth. I've told so many people. Because if you bought a car lately, lately, you probably paid 5000 over a window sticker. I was at a dealership the other day, and a couple walked in and said, we want to buy that car there. And said how, they said, how much do you you'll take for it? And he said, I'm sorry, I've got to have whatever it says on the MSRP or the window sticker. And they said, no. No sound. Bubba says no sound. So thank you, Bubba. Hello, Bobby Jordan. Uh, they're watching, but evidently now is there sound, Bubba? Uh, and so uh, they said, no, we we, we want to knock off $2,000. He said, I'm way short on inventory. Uh, he said, I think you're going to shop around. You're going to find out that everybody's a lot more than that. And uh, well, he told me the dealer told me, and he's a good dealer. I've I've known I've done that's better. <coughs> I've known him for since 1968. That's how long we've been doing business together. Great guy in Seguin, Texas. Anyway, so the people left, but they came back and bought the unit because they went and shopped around. And other dealers in the area wanted $5,000 over MSRP or window sticker. Well, that's what's going on. I'm going to tell you at the second half of the show about a lady that went to a billionaire's dealership, Northside. Good morning, Greg. Uh, uh, Northside of Austin and what happened to her. And a buddy of mine called. Uh I mean, they were ripping this lady off. In my opinion, somewhere between eighteen and twenty thousand dollars. If you don't think that's unbelievable, be sure and give us a call here at Barry Wright two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. Hello, Byron two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. Byron will tell you uh, that uh, 
these new car dealers are getting way over window sticker because they're short on inventory. Uh, I was at uh, a Lexus store picking up a unit the other day, and they told me they started with 45 new units for the month, and they normally sell 300 new at that one location. Unbelievable. This um, And I've had so many people say, well, what's the chip deal? Let's explain the chip deal. Well, the stupid, and I mean stupid, manufacturers. When the COVID hit and everybody got shut down, duh, we ain't going to never build cars again, I guess, Bubba. Uh, I don't think so. So they didn't order any chips. Well, the gaming people, they're pretty smart. You know what I mean? They said, hey, everybody's going to be at home. And they're going to be playing games. And we're going to be selling more games. And we need more games. So what happened there? They ordered all the chips. So the manufacturers are sitting on their rear ends. And then finally, they put the zero interest out. And, man, that's the biggest four square i ever seen in my life. Everybody said, amazing zero interest rate. We've had that for years. I mean, whenever these manufacturers get in a little tight spot, they paid down the notes. See, indirect lending, you know, the dealers get indirect lending from who? From the banks and the credit unions. And they get it at 2%. Well, the manufacturers buy it down to zero interest, and then they, uh, so they pay that difference. You would have been better off instead of taking zero interest and taking 15000 cash and go got your own loan because it took good credit to get that zero, number one. But, boy, it attracted everybody in, and here they come flocking in. And the manufacturers did one thing to help themselves. It's all about themselves. And they wiped out, they wiped out all their ugly inventory and bad inventory and everything else. Now, dealers are getting a few in now, and they're not heavy equipment. They don't, the chips don't fix everything in the world. And so... You know, that that opportunity wiped them out, and everybody bought. Well, new car dealers, they said, you know, we're going to run out of inventory. The manufacturers have shut down. They're not building new. What are we going to do in six months from now? So they jacked the price up. So if you bought a car in the last month, I feel, I mean, last year, I feel sorry for you, because you probably paid too much. Now, zero with the four square came in, <coughs> and they said, hey, what what's going on here? You know, and so... The customers come in, oh, we're getting zero interest. We don't care what we get for the trade. So the new car dealers were making four and 5000 on your trade-in. Yeah, they did. I'm sorry. And so uh, I know all of them, and they're all, and they're all bragging about it. Hey, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about a scripture in the Bible that describes that, that, that bragging. And, it, and it's in uh, Philippians 3.19. If you don't look that up, Philippians 3.19, we're going to talk about that. Uh, toward the end of this half show or beginning of the first show or the second half show. So look that up. We're going to talk about that. So they're making all this money. <clears throat> New car dealers made three times what normal in uh, in the business in 2020. And then the government sent them 5000 to pay for them. I mean, $5 million. I'm sorry about that. $5 million to pay their utilities, their rent, their lease. And that goes to the owner, you know. He... He leases the property back to the dealership. He makes all the lease money. And also uh, to pay the employees. And so, man, the dealerships are open. They're, 
They're gangbusters. They're making money on everything you can think of. Hey, you need to buy extended warranty. I'm going to tell you about a lady second half of the show that bought an extended warranty on a 100,000-mile car. Is that stupid or what? They got a 100,000-mile warranty, and the car does, and you bought extended warranty. Excuse me, lady. I mean, you know, odds are you don't even own it for 100. You're trading in a 70,000-mile car, so you trade every 70,000 miles. So you just bought an extended warranty, and what she paid for it would be shocking. So so now we're we're in this deal. The new car dealers make three times as much as normal. And they had posted a deal on Facebook where this teacher was talking about blue sky on a dealership. And that's what the franchise, hello, Chris, that's what the franchise is worth. And so uh, the franchise, she says, is worth $10, 12000000 million, blue sky. <coughs> well, I believe there's one in this town that paid $90 million for the blue sky. And uh, I posted back to a good friend of mine, uh, they make ten to twelve million a year, so I don't think Blue Sky is worth ten or twelve. I think it's worth probably that eighty, ninety million they're talking about now. So you know, you got to understand what's going on in this world. You got to understand what's going on with your your. You know, we 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 walk around and we want to make good decisions on something that's value to us and our families. Amazing. You know, but you know we make. On minor, low-dollar stuff, we study real hard. Hello, Russell Hughes. And we study real hard. But do we study hard on the cars and the trucks that we buy? Do we understand what the value? Now, if you buy a TV, we were talking about TVs. There were some TVs, brand-new TVs. But, I mean, there's some great, great big ones for 400 at Costco and Walmart. And we know what we're buying, but we shop. We shop. We like to shop, you know, for weeks figuring out what the best buy and the best TV, this, that, and the other. But how much time do you spend? <coughs> Excuse me. You time, you buy buying a car or a truck. You need to know exactly what you're spending and what you're doing. <coughs> oh, man, I'll tell you, this mole has got me pretty good. But anyway, I'm not giving up. So... We're trying. What I'm trying to do is explain to you what was really going on in the car business. Now the chips, <coughs> because you know the goofy uh, manufacturers didn't order any. It's it's getting tough, but they're coming in. I tell everybody to wait till uh, October. To, let's see what the market is, how the chips are coming, what's going on in the business. Then you need to know then whether you need to buy or not. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry about this, folks. Uh, it wasn't that bad till I got in here and got to talking. But maybe I wasn't talking. I didn't have anybody to talk to this morning. So the chips are going to be coming sooner or later, someday, somehow, some way. And but there's a lot of them that say it might be a year or two. Well, new car dealers are going to continue at MSRP or more. Are you prepared to, to pay that? Are you prepared to know what it's going to be worth later on? You know, uh, and we got to see what the contracts really look like. I made a mistake a year ago. I was waiting for the year to be up because I was switching phone companies. Same phone company, but different 
people selling the, the same deal. But I made a mistake with Skynet, and it was a disaster. It was a four-month disaster. Uh, you know, that's right. And so, good morning, Brian. And so I signed a contract, and Albert was such a nice guy, and he was so persistent, and he, you know, and I'm busy. At that time, we're talking about the COVID going on and all this other stuff and short of employees. But they were coming there and saved me $250 a month on my phone system. Well, I'm in on that deal, 250 a month, and it's going to be for one year. Hey, I'm 72. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm trying to feel better. I threw a cough drop in there. And so uh, I said, you know, I'm going for this deal. So they showed up, they threw their system in, and evidently they made a mis couple of mistakes. Number one, a lot of our phone numbers are had a couple of phone numbers they were wrong they they didn't have them right then they didn't train us on the phones we couldn't operate them it's a new phone system and it was all messed up and uh so all all this hassle and uh but i didn't read the contract like i should have like i tell y'all i believe the person i'm thinking phone system these guys don't they must have been in the used car business or new car business because, man, they put me together. It's going to cost me money. I can't get out of the contract. Here I've got a deal to save another 250 a month on my phone system. I can't get out of the contract. And Skynet is really being tough about it and squarely about it, and their service was terrible for the first four months. Everything was going the wrong direction, and it was really a hassle. And they wasn't real in a big hurry straighten nothing out. Finally, Spectrum sends another guy out and shows us all our problems. But no, uh, that wasn't it. I mean, that wasn't the deal that they were using. And so we finally got educated on it. We finally got my phone numbers right on it. We finally got the system corrected because of, of uh, Spectrum, not them. We find all these problems out, and then I get an opportunity to save another two fifty a month. Uh, Val, you can call us at 210-340-9585. Uh, That's 210-340-9585. Give us a call. We'd be glad to talk to you all. Uh, and so it, it was a train wreck, but it's my fault. I didn't read the contract. I got in a hurry right in the middle of covert, short on people, short on everything so then when they do come in and do the service they didn't do it right so i learned a lesson but you know what's going to be a good good teaching for my radio shows the next five four years i can explain how i made a mistake it was my fault i didn't read the contract deep enough hard enough to see the real figures on it and i told them i said at 72 i don't want a long contract on nothing I mean, you know, at my age, I don't the good Lord's got me here today, but I don't know how much longer he's going to put up with me. You know, he may take me home. So, you know, we got to look at contracts. Now, we're going to talk about second half. How much time we got, Barry? About 10 minutes. I'm going to run through this one, and then we'll talk about uh, the Scripture later. This lady goes to a billionaire's dealership on the other side of Austin. Hello, Spencer. Goes to a dealership, and she's buying a new Hyundai. 
and she pays 6000 over a window sticker. They don't give her enough for her trade. She's got uh, 6000 down. Her credit score is 815, so it's good as gold. And time she gets out of there, she buys extended warranty on a car with 100,000 miles. She buys gap. She buys key protection, wheel and tire protection. She bought everything you could think of. And here's the key. She gets outside and gets in her new car and heads home. And she's trading in a 70,000-mile Hyundai. And I mean a brand new, in the box. They're going to pick up another four or five grand on it. And she gets home, and they give her a call. Well, we made a mistake. Well, she calls a good friend of mine who calls me, and he said, they're claiming they made a mistake. I said, usually, good morning, Nathan. Usually when they claim they're making a mistake, they want them back in there to hammer them harder for more money. And, you know, I said, what, what's her credit rating? He said, 815. <coughs> I said, wow, it can't be that she's got turned down on the loan. Well, she's got 21000 down. she got a paid-for car and $6,000. I said, well, man, you know, that's the deal. You know, she got 21000 down. How much more is this car? She's buying one that like she's driving. I said, they didn't give her enough on the trade. He said, well, they're calling her to tell her it's a mistake and she needs to resign. So she looks at her contract. Her My friend looks at her contract, and they call me back. We go over the figures. Looks like they're making eighteen or 20000 This is on the other side of Boston. She lives up in that area. So he calls me back and says, what should you do? I said, well, you need to go back in there. It's a mistake. I said, but you need to tell them you're not going for none of this stuff. You need to beat them up. So Terry goes in there, and, you know, they said, hey, we're not going for this deal. We're not going for 6000 over a window sticker on a, on a uh, Hyundai. There's plenty of them around. And we're going to walk out. We're going to take our trade, turn around, walk out. Oh, oh, hold it. We're going to lunch. Well, we need you to come back. Well, take the new one, and let's see what we can do. Of course, at lunch, they get a call. So you get back over there. She gives 700 over MSRP, which is window sticker. Uh, they give her a little more for her trade. So she now she's got more down. So they get an F and I, and she says, I don't need extended warranty. This car's got a 100,000-mile warranty. She said, okay. Well, I don't need gap because I'm in no bad shape. Well, that's true, you know. I don't need key protection, you know. I don't need nitrogen in my tires. Oh, okay. I don't need a pinstripe, you know. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, but she had $21,000, Nathan, down, cash in an 815 score. I'm talking to a gentleman that <coughs> I've got a lot of respect for in the car business, Nathan, and uh, and she had twenty one thousand down. And time she got out, she, you know, they swallowing that twenty one thousand is what they were doing, and it and so. But time my friend goes back in there, helps her, it, it cuts the bill down. I think like eighteen, nineteen thousand dollars, you know. She didn't read her contract. She wasn't prepared. They spun her around so much. And this is a billionaire dealership. Wouldn't you like to finance that deal? You know, that lady with her score and that much down? He finances everything. <coughs> See, these billionaires get in the car business to do financing, extended warranties, gap, uh, t uh, wheel and tire protection, uh, key protection, 
uh, add-ons. Uh, they, they, they just keep piling it on and on and on. But here's the question I've got. What about the future? Two, three, five years down the road, what's it going to be worth? What's those cars going to be worth? How deep is the bank going to be? How can these banks continue to finance this much, just like you're talking about how deep she was in this deal? And she got, I think it was right at $19,000 difference when she walked out the door. 19000 Well, they'll, they'll take advantage of a woman. I think it says in the in the Bible some part that talking about how, you know, weak-minded women. Well, they're not weak-minded. They're just not educated. We need to educate them. We need to teach people <coughs> what to do in this business and be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your money. Hey, I'm going to be at Easy's at 281 and Bitters today, 1015 to 1130. If you'd like to come see me, that's 1015 to 1130. I'll buy you a car. I'll talk to you. I'll give you options. I'll meet you, whatever. I've met a lot of people over there. We missed the last three weeks, but uh, I had four ladies that needed help about a month ago. And I had my special, uh, I had Karen Klaus with me, my WAI account manager, and she's doing two shows on, on WAI this morning. She might be there. And so come see us at Easy's at 281 and Better's. Bob Morrow used to work there. He's a manager, does a great, great job. Thank you, Bob. And we'll be there today and usually most of the Saturdays. Then I'm going to go look at an 88 Bronco that's brand new in the box. Um, we buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. And be sure to go to YouTube and watch me on YouTube. Uh, that's Randy Adams, Inc., on YouTube. And tell 20 people to, to go to YouTube and watch the YouTube show and subscribe. Also, tell 20 people to watch the show. And uh, tell 20 people to give me a call, 830-708-4789. And I thank you, I thank you KSLR. I thank you, the, the stations around. I thank you for the opportunities to be on there, to teach uh, Met a Man Yesterday, Thomas uh, was I sold him a card for him to get around. He feeds the homeless. He helps the people with addictions. Uh, his name's Thomas Hudson. Great, great guy. I sure enjoyed uh, speaking with him and selling him a car that will provide for him for a while. You know what man makes breaks, but I don't. I think this is a pretty good car for him that'll help him minister to the people on the streets, uh, feed the homeless, direct the homeless. You know, so and and get back. We're going to talk a little bit, a little bit more. These banks, of course, they don't care because the government's going to bail them out. And we're going to see a lot of cars three years from now hit the market because all these that were sold the last year, those people will be ready to trade. Problem is, what are they going to owe? And when we get back to building a bunch of cars, and you know how the manufacturers are, <coughs> they don't want you to. The other manufacturers to build too many cars, but they they want to build as most as they can. Looks like Toyota and Lexus are getting uh, enough vehicles, and that's because they they were smart. They knew to buy chips, I guess. And so, the American companies, I guess they were they were tied too much to the government. I think they were scared of the government, scared of what the government's about to do and how they were going to handle the situation, how bad the situation was going to be. So, I mean, they freaked out, and they didn't tend to their business. 
So it's their fault they're missing a lot of opportunity. It's their fault they think they're brilliant. And and now the public is paying for it, and they don't care. You know, they'll go up on the price. You know, we're seeing devaluation of the dollar. Everything's up, and nothing's going to really come back, maybe a little bit. But we're seeing devaluation of the dollar. And that's why we're seeing the situations that we're seeing. I get people calling me saying, I need a good $3,000 truck. I said, man, do you want it to run or what? I mean, a tough situation right now because of prices have all gone up. I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back. And we've got several things we want to talk about. And uh, are you emotionally needed? <coughs> needy? Are you emotionally needy? I mean, I've talked to so many people that don't care what they're paying for a car. They just got to buy a new one. Hey, Escalades are 15000 over Miss, uh, window sticker, MSRP. What are they going to be worth in five, six, seven years from now? I mean, some of this stuff is priced out of the world. I mean, people are paying ten, fifteen thousand over for trucks and Corvettes. It's amazing to me. I guess money don't mean nothing, and that's fine as long as you got plenty of it. But there's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. And man, them can't affords are miserable. We'll talk about several things coming up and be sure and tune in. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe. And be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Thank you again, San Antonio and surrounding area, and my listeners on the Internet and, and Facebook Live. This is Randy Adams. <clears throat> I cleared out a little bit. Maybe I can make it through here. No problem. Sound better. Oh, okay. If not, yeah, Barry's going to take over. I had an account manager at another station that listened. They, they were scared I was going to make a mistake or do something wrong. So, hello, Johnny. And so they uh, had him uh, hold my hand on my radio station for about three months. Finally, we got through it three months, and they turned me loose. Then he goes off and listening to my show for three months. He goes off and makes <coughs> a bunch of mistakes <coughs> on, a, on purchasing a Camaro. So, but that that's part of, you know, are you emotionally needed, needy? Are you, you gotta have something to, you know, make you happy? I mean, what the joy I, I, at Cornerstone on Saturday or Sunday mornings, I mean, I'm, I'm there from 7.15 to 11.15 and I welcome people. And, uh, if you're not smiling, I don't let you into church. I make, I make everybody smile, but I, I tell everybody the joy of the Lord is in our heart and in our smile. Are you smiling? Are you happy? Do you have the joy of the Lord with you? What has happened to people about having joy instead of wanting to argue with everybody and fight with everybody? You know, but it gets back to control, I believe. Uh, we want to control everybody. We want to control everything around us. And we want to control everybody. And that's what's going on with the Democrat Party, which is the Communist Party, which is uh, most of these mayors around. They want to control us. They want to make sure that we do exactly what they say. Well, I had an ex-wife that way. She uh, she wanted to control me and my our son and, 
everything around. And, you know, that struggle that you fight inside in your, in your mind, in your brain, will cause you to do some things you shouldn't do. But if you're emotionally needy, got to have that, that right feeling, impulse buying, and then you're embarrassed later on. But then you'll lie and tell everybody what a great deal. I was with a guy the other day. He's bragging about the great, great deal that he made on a truck. And so I didn't say nothing. I didn't want to embarrass him. I didn't want to have an argument. I, you know, we were with a group, a bunch of people. But he was convinced that he made this unbelievable deal, you know. So afterwards, I had a buddy of mine said, all right, Randy, tell me the truth. What's going on with it? Hey, we got a phone call? Good. Uh, and I explained to him what the market was and what's going on. And he made an okay deal for the market-wise. But I got news for you. High dollar, high dollar uh, diesels, I'm talking about 1920s, have dropped 6,000 in the last two weeks. This market's adjusting. Used cars are adjusting. We can't pay for them. That the money that it is, and we cannot get financing on them, and that's that's the situation there. We got Carlos online. He hasn't been on radio in three weeks. He getting the shakes or I what? Know, I know. I out of shape. I know. First, good morning, Randy. Hopefully, everything is beautiful in your house, in your business, with your health. Thank you to the listeners and your sponsors. Thank you for everything. I miss you, Randy. I miss you. All of us, we miss you. How you been, Mr. Randy? I've been good. Been good. I'm fighting a little sinus here. Hello, Juan. Uh, good morning. And, and so a little sinus drainage, the moles hit me hard. And I, I hadn't had this problem probably in 10 years. You're the guy. Yeah, let me ask you something. You know, right now it's a lot of people talking about the microchips on the new cars. We were talking last uh, the last time we talked about that one. But right now, uh, I went to, with two, uh, a couple, two persons, to one of the sponsors, you, one of the guys, you know. Well, Co- Covert Auto Group's the best around. Yes, sir. You know, and 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 they got to get window sticker. I mean, everybody does because, you know, they're not going to see any inventory for a while. And, you know, but they, at least they won't beat you up in F&I like that dealership did in North Austin. Yep. I want to say yes. The point is right now, a lot of friends, they go to school or they start working in the businesses. They are very, it's a lot of gossiping around to say to wait all the two months, to wait all the one year. And they want to purchase a car or, you know, go to make the trading because they say the trading right now bring all the money. And what is. Yeah, but the, Carlos, the, all the trade-ins are not bringing all the money. Number one, the dealers are uh-huh. still bidding them like it's the old market, they're owning them okay. cheap. Now, if they have to, they'll give a little bit too much. But when you're talking about a car that's past 120,000 miles, the market isn't strong. It was on diesels and, and trucks, but that market is corrected. So, you know, they're worried about missing getting a lot of money on their trade. You know, that, that, that deal left, we lost it about three weeks ago. And it's changed. The market's changed there. So if they've got a good car, I'd keep it for a year and, and try to make it last a year, you know, and, and, and buy, look at buying one then. Okay, because right now it's better if they can wait to wait. Don't, don't. Most definitely. Number one, the selection is short. 
there's not much selection, number one. <coughs> so they're going to get picked over cars, usually. And so there's there's a problem there. And the dealers are going to charge more money because they're scared of running out of inventory. When do you think really they're going to start, you know, having the microchip? It's a, a daily, it's, uh, it's something we can use, a, like a estimate day to know. Oh, it's really a two couple months? or Well, I think October is the first month we really need to look at it seriously. Number okay. one, the stock market drops every year. <laughs> and the car market, both drop. We're not going to quite see that this year, the car market. It is going to drop because the price is too high. But usually the market drops in October because the rent cars hit the market, repos hit the market because everybody's trying to repo the car before Thanksgiving and Christmas gets here because people are not going to make the payments definitely in November, December. And then we have off-lease cars coming in because they're getting new cars. So there's a collection of a bunch of cars hitting the market. Well, uh, the lease cars are going to hit the market. The rent cars are going to hit, I mean, the repos, but the rent cars are not. So we're going to see a change, but not a, is like normal. <laughs> so I think October is the month to look at and see where we're at with the chips, see where we're at with the market, and see, you know, what the next step is. That's very good. Mr. Randy, I have a qu other question. I have a friend, Leticia, she's asking me, she had an accident with the head damage in her car. The insurance totaled her car um, because, for, you know, for the, the, the head damage, I can suppose. The car is running. Did the car can have insurance against full coverage, or which kind of insurance can apply in this kind of car? Well, if she, if she had insurance, it should be covered, number one. I just helped a lady in the same situation. They, and well, this was about four or five months ago. Her car was total, and it was a good car in low miles. And I told her, I said, do you mind driving a car with hell damage? She said, no. I said, well, I'd keep the car. Get, get them to give you the most money, and we worked on a figure, and she got almost that much money. And uh, she took the insurance money, and she kept the car. Now, they, they said, we're going to total the car. It's going to be a salvage title. And I told her it's not going to matter, is you know, if you keep it two or three years. So you need to look at it that way. Collect the money, and keep driving the car if you don't mind driving a hell damaged car. And which kind of insurance apply when that car, uh, when something happens like a car like this? Car, you know, I stole a loss. Well, happened. if you've got full coverage, it's covered. If you only got liability, most of the time you're not. There, there can be a hell clause in there. So the car still can have a full coverage, or is it a partial insurance? Well, does she have full coverage? Yes, they give him full coverage, uh, but they total the car. You still the car can have full coverage after what's a total? You know, if they've got a good car, I'd sure look at keeping it, you know, okay. and if, if they're happy with it. I mean, there's, you know, and they'll give a little more. In this situation, this lady's car, <coughs> it was worth 8000 and they were going to total it for 8000 And they gave her 6000 She kept the car. Well, she had a low-mileage good car. Okay. And so because of the market being high, it would have been tough for her to, to uh, make a good deal. So she's going to keep it. And it's being low miles. She's going to run it two or three, four years. 
Okay. It's going to be evident that the car was salvaged because of hell. So the car's still going to be worth more money than the average salvaged title car. And she can get the use out of it. And, and it'll be a cheap ride. I mean, you know, renting a car now is five to $800 a week. She can't rent a car for that or replace it. And she don't want to pay top money for one. That means he can get, it still was a salvage, full coverage in the salvage car. Uh, yes, you can get full coverage, but without the hell. They'll okay. exclude the hell. Okay. And and That's so, you know, and, and they need to determine. The problem with the insurance companies, in my opinion, we buy something we don't know what we're receiving, number one, because... Policies are so tough. They're hard to understand. And that's number one. And number two is <coughs> if we're going to collect, we don't know how much we're going to collect. On an antique car, you get a value. And if something happens to that antique car, and this happened to a doctor out of Seguin, he had an antique car, and it got wrecked. And he knew exactly what the insurance company was paying for. I think these big insurance companies ought to uh, give us a figure when we buy the policy so we'll know if something, if our car is totaled out, what our car is worth. So let's shop the insurance companies and find out who's giving us the most. Let's put a little competition in there. Go to one insurance company and say, what are you going to pay me for my car the next year? If something happens to it, it gets totaled out or gets stolen or something like that. Because that way we know what we're buying. We know what they're doing. But we're buying something, and we don't have any idea what they're going to pay us or what they're going to do. And after that, it's better to stay with the same insurance company or shopping around in a new one. Well, I mean, you need to shop them all and, and talk to them all because... They're, you know, we got sold out by our elected officials because, you know, if you're in an accident, you got to uh, deal with the claims adjuster of the other persons, and that's a nightmare. Very few of them are are friendly and and do the right thing. So that's that's a, that's a tough deal. Hello, Jake. That, that's a tough situation. Hello, Nora. And so you've got. You know, you got to see it at all angles. It's, it's your hard-earned money. You need to know where it's going and what you're spending and what you can receive. Okay, thank you for the advice. You know, she's listening to you. Well, thank and you for calling. No, 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 Mr. Randy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Because right now, it's, it's better to wait to try to keep what we I, have. That's now. what I would. I believe. I'm not going to pay these kind of prices. And that's why my inventory is low. And you receive your email and your telephone, if you don't mind, Mr. Randy. Yeah, my email is randy at randyadamsinc.com. My phone number is 830-708-4789. Thank you, Carlos. God bless you. No, thank you. See you for the CC's Pizza. What is the place you sorry. No, uh, Easy's at 281 and Bitters. Yeah, Come on over. Let's have easy. lunch. Yes, sir. I really appreciate it. Thank you to the radio station. Thank you, guys. Thank have you. Have a beautiful weekend. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, Philippians 
3.19 says, Their dynasty is destruction. Their dynasty is destruction? Well, that's the car business. It'll destruct your market, your, your budget, your lifestyle. <clears throat> and their God is their stomach. They never can get full, huh? Is that what that's all about? They keep feeding themselves. They keep building themselves up. They keep with the, hello, how you doing? Hey, big sale in Odom, Texas. They go see Donnie and uh, Danny. Probably a good sale knowing them. I wish they had time to get down there. I need an airplane, I guess. <coughs> so their God is in their stomach. But here's the key. And their glory is in their shame. I've asked several pastors to tell me what that scripture meant to them. And they don't come up with an answer. They don't come up with an answer on that. <coughs> Their glory, in fact, one of them said, please repeat it. And I had to repeat it twice. Their glory is in their shame. Their glory is in their shame. They brag about, hello, Jim. They brag about how bad they take uh, advantage of people, how much money they make. They brag about it, and their and their their glory they build up. They're so prideful <coughs> and so happy about the money they make on on the customer. So their glory is in their shame, is that they don't care about you. All they care about is how much money they make and how good they look to other people. How they can build their self up and be so awesome in other people's eyes. <laughs> but with that glory and with that shame, they get to bragging about it. And half the time they exaggerate way past the money that it is. So... That scripture is so true today, I'm putting it in my book. In fact, tomorrow I'll be writing that chapter. Their dynasty is destruction. They want to destruct you. They want to take every available dollar. They don't care. If, you know, they tell you, hello, Jim, and they'll tell you anything they can tell you to sign you up and get all the money they can get out. Their God is their stomach because they never get full. They never get enough. And it uh, more and more is all they want. And then their shame is in their, <coughs> their glory is in their shame. So what we're going through in this, in this car business today, and it's unbelievable. It really is. The profit and the people are going to be in a bad situation. And with our government, what they're doing to us... <laughs> We're going to have to pay the piper someday. And uh, I'm afraid it's not, going, it's not going to take long before we're going to see devaluation of the dollar. You know, I was selling a bunch of cars to a guy in Russia. <laughs> and uh, he was buying... 15 to 20 cars a month off of me. And I was taking them to the Port of Houston. And he was paying me before they left town, 
which was good. I was delivering the Port of Houston for him. And then all of a sudden one day, this was nine, ten years ago, he quit calling. And I thought, wow, did I make him mad? Did I sell him some bad cars? I, I don't understand what, what the problem is. And he said, <coughs> so he finally called after about a year. And his name was Raul. And I said, Raul? He said, yes, sir. I said, uh, did I sell you a bad car? And he said, no, you didn't sell me no bad car. I said, uh, did I make you mad? No. No. I said, well, I'm, I don't understand. You haven't called me in a year. He said, see, people in America didn't know. We kept it quiet. The ruble crashed. I said, well, I'm sorry about your misfortune. He said, no misfortune. He said, I, I, uh, I'm blessed. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, if I'd had cash in the bank, I'd be busted today. But I had something of value. Those cars take 60 days from Houston to get to Russia, where I'm at. In those 60 days, if I'd had that cash in the bank, I'd be busted. I want something of value. Well, what's going to be valuable in our life? What can we hold on to besides our character, moral moral thoughts, moral choices, moral, you know, that really lives inside of us? Are we going to be like the rest of the world? Are we going to put ourselves in in walking with the Lord and doing what's right, doing what's honest, just taking the best that we can and listening to Him with that inner peace that we can get? And so I want something of value is what I want. I'm working hard to clean up all my loose ends, to sell something that I don't need, get rid of the waste, clean things up. <laughs> and I really believe our government's taking us down the wrong road. They continue to lie to us about what's going on. Uh, I stay on top of the world economy because the Bible says that we're, one day we're going to see one world money and one world government. And uh, when they do, they're going to devaluate the dollar. They're going to make us below everybody else. And i tell you why. Because American hustle and American know-how is what kept us afloat during Obama. Obama tried to destroy the country and the business and everything else. But American hustle, American know-how brought us through. In 07, I was on a record year, and everybody else I knew was on a record year. And when Obama kicked his campaign in in October, let me tell you something, everything was a train wreck. And we scrambled those last three months of 07 trying to recover just to get out of the get out of 07. And then 08 rolled around, and he continued to <coughs> bring the country down and the real estate and the banks and everything else. But, you know, I want you to study and examine and know exactly what's of value to you. Joy and peace value, wisdom value. I want you to make the decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Because I don't know how much longer we can 
withstand this government, what they're doing to us, what the manufacturers, they're all together on this deal. Billionaires are buying dealerships. I mean, Warren Buffett owns over 100, and he wants to buy 200 more. Penske owns almost 100. He wants to buy 200 more. There's five or six large groups that own, you know, 200. They want to buy two, 400 more. There's a Canadian group coming in and buying dealerships. They're all buying up because why? They're cash cows, and that's what they're after. They're after the cash cows, and they're, they are cash cows. So there, uh, there'll be a day of reckoning, and I really think that it's it, we're coming. I'm really concerned about October, and I want my business and me and everything I can personally fixed for October 1st because, number one, uh, I dealt with a guy. I was a partner with a guy that worked for uh, eBay, helped build eBay. He never had a, a salary. They they printed stock options, so he ne- they never paid him. They just printed money. A lot of these big companies are printing money. Is all they do. I'm not allowed to print money. I'm not allowed to loan twenty, thirty to one. You know. So. You know, I I want to I want to get my whole system, my whole life, everything I can, and put it in order and be prepared. Hey, Donnie, have a great sale in Odom. I wish I could make it. I know you're gonna have a good sale, and uh, thank you for watching. And and Jim, I I'll be back to see y'all shortly. I've just got a bunch of stuff I got to clear up. Jim's a great guy. I sure like him. And so, but be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams Inc. It's Randy Adams, Inc. Subscribe. Tell 20 people to go. Tell 20 people to watch the show. And tell 20 people I buy the good, the bad, the ugly. Cars, houses, 18-wheelers, you know, whatever. Uh, Going to go look at an 88 Bronco, trying to buy a 66 Ford pickup. Just bought a 45 Ford pickup. It's a cool truck with a 350 Chevy and a four-speed. Cool, cool truck. I may need to take it down to Donnie in that sale next month. And I've got a couple other cars. It's time to go away and, and find something else, do something else. <clears throat> God bless you, listeners. Pray for me to get rid of this sinus issue that I've got. Uh, and thank you for listening. God bless you. Hey, tell 20 people to call Randy Adams, 830-708-4789. And YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. And I'm going to be at Easy's today, 1015 to 1130. Come see me. Love to meet you. God bless you. I love you, listeners. May the Lord bless you and everything you touch everywhere you go. Thank you for listening. God bless you.